Hello? Hello! 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 Namaste! Namaste! Thank you so much for. Yes. We are so sorry for the delay and everything. Yes. Thank you so much for. It happens. Yeah. Yes. That's true. And and thank you so much for your time and and for wanting to talk with us. No problem. No problem. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. you yes. you know Brannerup High School very well, right? Yes. 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 I was a I was a student back in 1999. 1999. 1999. 11. No, 21 years. <laughs> yes. Ago. Um, and and you know Ole as well. Um, yes. Very good. Very good friend. Very yes. good friend of you. Nice. And as you know, um, we had been very interested in in the in the trip that the school provides um, for the for the students to go to Nepal. Yeah, that's 2021. 2021, 2021 yeah. Yes, and we are like yes, yes. We yes. are crossing fingers, all crossing of our fingers, fingers and yes. our toes, that we can. Yes, <laughs> that we can come. I think, I think, I think it will be fine. Yeah, you, you are most welcome. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are hoping. Of course, we have to talk a little bit to the office about that and everything. So there's a lot we have yeah, to yeah, figure yeah. out. Sure, but sure, um, sure, sure. so the school has had a partnership with Nepal, with Nepal uh, for. How many years? Yeah, for how many years now? Uh, we started this uh, since, um, you know, like I was a student back in 1999. Yes. Then I visited uh, again in the, uh, 2005 with my wife. So uh, I wanted to show I wanted to show my wife where uh, my high school. Yeah. Oh. So uh, and then did she like coincident. it? Like. Yes, and it was a coincidence, and we uh, I was staying with my uh, my uh, one of the you know the the brand of a student uh, the, who came to Nepal in uh, '99 mm-hmm. again. So so I stayed with her in Bogensa. Yeah, and then uh, she said, "Okay, Bogen uh, Branov is just half an hour drive from here to." From Bogen Services, I said, "Okay, then let's uh, let me visit again." Then I met uh, Ole. Oh, oh, that was that was your first time yeah, meeting in, Ole? Yes, in okay. 2005, because in, 2005. in 1999 he wasn't the principal. Ah, yeah, that's it was, true. Uh, yeah, so, he came later. So I, I met him uh, in the garden, and then he invited us for lunch, and then, oh, the classic then move. from there we <laughs> then from there again we 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 begin we begin our Uh, friendship again, like you know, because uh, between two, 1999 and 2005, like the, you, you you know, like uh, Nepal went through this uh, the Maoist insurgency, so that yes. uh, we had to we have to stop a lot of projects. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So 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 we couldn't continue. So uh, then we had a, talk, a quick chat with Ole, mm-hmm. so that we wanted to continue our friendship. <laughs> so and 2005 and then. 2006, uh, Ole made a visit to Nepal. Then from then we started our partnership. Ah, okay. So it is in 2006. Uh, we have got a long, long, yeah, and we have got a long relation. Yeah. So. Oh yes, <laughs> that's so nice. And Ole, he even I think he has visited uh, Nepal since the 70s. I think he yes. he yes. knows He's Nepal very well. And 
And then he he used to come almost every year, and then sometimes yeah. twice a year. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or not at all with Corona. <laughs> you should hear him speak about it. He his eyes yeah, yeah, light yeah. up. Yes, and um, so you have had this exchange of students last semester. Yes. We had a we had a student from Nepal, which we're also actually gonna interview tomorrow. And then right. you have had a lot of of students from here through the years. And like, what what kind of work is it that that uh, that is like needed, or what kind of work does the students coming to Nepal do? Um, uh, uh, actually, our volunteer placement uh, while in Nepal is like uh, uh, before uh, we started with the student exchange. Yes. Uh, we we used to have like some uh, uh, professional people who went to Brandon for two weeks and then they come to Nepal for two weeks oh, and okay. they were like skilled they were skilled manpower yeah so okay. uh, and there were some of them were carpenters some of them were like architectures and then so, oh okay uh, yeah uh, because and then we were building this uh, friendship house in Nepal in the in the mountain yes we so, talked about uh, this for a couple of for a couple of years Uh, some of the uh, senior volunteers, like they volunteer to build a house, mm. uh, like a, a sustainable uh, construction. House, you know, yes. using using like uh, using the all the local materials. Yes, and, it's the uh, same principles so, uh, we're working with. Yeah. Yes. So that uh, it went for a couple of years, and then at the same time we started having an exchange program, uh, sending uh, some students from Nepal to Brno, and then. We used to ah, get a group okay. of uh, young young people's coming to Nepal as well. So in the beginning, um, when the school is open, like you know, we used to send them uh, to the school as well, so they could um, uh, teach uh, like uh, paintings or games or singing or ah, you know, yes. or or of the, if they want. Uh, I know they are not uh, professional teachers, but they could still. No, but it still uh, gives a, a nice. Have a, have a yeah. Idea. Have a cultural exchange, cultural yes. exchange, sharing yes. about their life and then sharing about the Nepalese people's That's... life, hmm. and also teaching English. Yes, teaching students. English. That was so, like a big yeah. uh, purpose. Yes. And yes. and also yes. the cultural experience is also uh, something we value a lot. Coming to a school, an international school with so many people. Um, Um, all over the world. Uh, I think we are 15 nationalities here. No, we counted 23. 23 22 nationalities. This year, yeah. Uh, so for me, wow. yes. Crazy. For me, it has been like a long, um, like a craving or, or what you call it. So called. Like I, I really wanted to to kind of explore um, new right, right. other new nationalities new things, yeah. and cultures. Um Yes. So, so you also had students coming here and kind of experiencing the the same, right? Like cultural differences and and maybe improving English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, if you want to hear my experience, yes, of course. I would love yeah. to. Like uh, I was 21 years at that time, and then uh, I was uh, I had a one boy because I was married. And then I have got uh, my little boy, uh, who I had to left him behind. Oh. oh. So that was the yeah. first time that I. W- that was the my first time going abroad. 
and okay. leaving my families back. Wow, all the way to Denmark. Week, yeah, 16, 16 weeks of uh, uh, my course, you know, like uh, you are doing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, f- first one month was, it was little, I mean, it was very difficult for me. Yeah. I yeah. was homesick yeah. and, yeah. and, and then a lot of, a lot of things. So, uh, but, um, but when time, time passes and then I start enjoying, I start enjoying the food, the yeah. food, and yeah. then <laughs> I, start, yes. I start knowing, knowing the people. <laughs> then, then it was like, uh, it was great that, um, then I start enjoying it. So, but I must tell you that, you know, I had a very good, um, um, that was, that happened to be my uh, turning point for my life. Okay. Staying, staying four weeks, uh, four weeks in, uh, sorry, 16 weeks in Denmark at the Brand of High School. Mm-hmm. And with the different cultural background people. Yeah. And then uh, from international students and learning about like, um, uh, about the, um, uh, democracy and yes. um, and that changed my life. Also yeah. because so uh, um, that that uh, then the, it is the time that where I got to know about the quality of life. Oh, that's nice. So and that <laughs> that was that was that was my experience from Denmark. So I then quality. Of so life. that's why I I wanted to keep my this cultural exchange. So then Ori and me we decided to bring. Um, uh, to have an exchange program again so that uh, Nepalese students go there and then Dennis, uh, the students from the Brandon High School, they come to Nepal and similarly they will have got to know a deeper insight into the yes. mountain culture and then, mm. you know, the Nepalese culture. So, so, so it was like, very much... Since, uh, and then since then we have got very long uh, exchange program. Long friendship. And that's why long friendship and yes. we want to keep again uh, despite the COVID and yes <laughs> I have yes. very much the things, same yeah. interest I would love to keep that going yeah um, yeah and so so based on your own experience coming to Denmark you also wanted to you know make this accessible for a lot of other young Nepalese um, students students yeah yes Yes, since then, I mean, like, um, uh, I think uh, maybe around 100 uh, uh, students, uh, they uh, have had a chance, they have this, this opportunity. Yes. Because, mm. you know, for the young people, like, uh, years of 21 or 20, 23, uh, and then getting to explore uh, and then know about yes. the Danish culture. And, and, and not only Danish culture, you get to know about the, the European culture. And also, while you are in uh, high school, like, uh, you know, the, you, you get to exchange your uh, experience it's, with the, within the students also. So, yes, it's it's life-changing, um, uh, I really think. Yeah, life-changing. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's why uh, this should go for longer. Mm. We, hope then, so. uh, we hope so. We hope so. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I think yeah, it yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, also, now the the high school concept has been because of of uh, the pandemic. A lot of uh, people in Denmark have had to use their gap year in Denmark, so they have chosen uh, high school as a way to do that. So, so in that matter, I feel like the high school concept has been way more yeah promoted and popular. Okay. Yeah. And have also spread out to other, like a pro abroad. 
Yeah, there's um, a lot of places you can go in a folk high school right now. Yes, I think it's it's yeah. very, you know, I think I, I love the high school concept, uh, institution that are very focused on the individual experience of, of you know, the person and and getting exposed to, um, to so many or... other ways of, of like living. Living, yeah. Yeah. And, and I would love it to, you know, be like a universal thing. Um, yes. Yes. And then, it, you know, there's also, the school was also establishing kind of like a folk high school in Nepal, right? Yes, that is the that is the concept. Yeah? Yes. Hmm. Um, uh, and uh, I must tell you, we tried to start this folk high school in... 2000, uh, uh, no, in 2000. In oh, 2000? Okay. Long time back, yeah. Yes, that <laughs> was that, my birthday. Yeah, and at that time, uh, we had a visit uh, from uh, uh, Gunhill Scotland Jensen. She was the international folk high school coordinator by then. Okay. Oh, that's a cool then, job. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then uh, we had a three days of workshop. <sighs> Uh, about the folk high school in in Kathmandu, and then, and that was the, then from that workshop we decided to have a uh, folk high school in Nepal as well because uh, the Grandbigs ideas and then the, the, the folk high Confine, school concept yeah. was hmm. very you know the um, familiar yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. for the country like Nepal and oh, okay. okay. So and then if if we we were able to start the folk high school then, yes, that was going to be the highest folk high school in the world, because the the place where we're in the Samarkand village ah, is, is, yes. yeah. is in the altitude, yeah, two thousand five hundred. It is in about two thousand six hundred folk meters. high school. That's two thousand five hundred. It is a high school. Folk high school, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, but due to the the crisis, you know, the you know the conflict. Yes. Uh, we had to postpone the program. Yeah. And then, as I mentioned earlier, like then I renewed it with Miss uh, Ole. And mm. then, so we have this uh, friendship house in Sermatang. And then now we have this uh, community house in the village. Yes. We turned into folk high school now. So we have got the, okay. the village women and then the village priest. Yes. And all the different level people are our students. Oh, so every I'm evening, very happy every to evening, because they are busy in the daytime uh, with the farming and everything. So in the evening time is our class, you know, so not in the daytime. So that all the uh, women's and then village priest and everybody they gather together. Age group, they gather together. They laugh. Oh, that's they nice. Sing, yes, that's dance, really nice. Drink. And that is the that uh, is folk high school, isn't it? Yes, yeah, that's it is. Folk high totally school. Is. That is <laughs> in a nutshell. So, so that is uh, going on. So, uh, so um, and that has helped a lot. And then yes. later, um, because uh, we we did a survey. Uh, we did a survey of, uh, about the folk high school, what needs to be done, because we can't do like what we do in the brand of high school or in Denmark or uh, Sweden or Norway. No. But um, first first thing we uh, uh, did the, the study, what the students wants to do. So first thing that we found out was we wanted to learn English. Yes. Okay, uh, that was the, the main interest for is, for the students. Yes, because okay. there was there was the there was the 
the Helambu, my village, and that uh, is 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 a little touristic uh, trekking area. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. So that they get lot of lot of uh, the foreigners. Yeah, a lot of tourists. Ah, they, they yes. They have a communication. Yeah. yeah, of course. So that uh, so that the the first thing they wanted to learn English. Now the folk high school students, all the ladies, women's, and in the villages. They speak very good English. They, they do sing that. In English. Nice. So, so you get they sing. They sing in English. They do. Oh. Sing a song in English. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is the most effective way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Singing. That's and amazing. Later, and Learning later by singing. They wanted to. <laughs> they, wa- they wanted to um, um, uh, uh, write or or they wanted to learn how to sign signature. Okay. Oh. Okay. Because because they because they had to use their thumbprints when they have to sign or in the minutes or uh, meetings so they want to write their own names ah, okay uh, and then and then third thing was and then they wanted to uh, learn how to uh, use the maths yeah uh, the, the what the what addition uh, multiply math math, math. Ah, ah yes oh, okay oh, yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 sorry and then later once they learned these things and then now they wanted to have now because village life is like you know if you don't have any income then that is a problem yeah, yeah. so that yeah. They, then then we started we initiated this folk high school initiated this uh, meeting project you know like yes yeah i think uh, you yeah. want a teacher actually talk so about then, this the the what are they called the hand yeah. warmers the the, the uh, yeah 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 globes yes the globes, globes yes yeah 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 so they said then since we start this project we got a lot of numbers of students because then uh, only the the students uh, folk high school students get the priority so they oh. they wave the uh, uh, globes and then uh, Ole when he comes to nepal and then when like people volunteers when they visit to sermathang they buy uh, yes. and then so they are making a living now yeah so mm. and also good, the uh, good, idea good with with it nice. being fair trade so yes. so there's yes. no yes. you know taking advantage of the uh, absolutely no stealing yeah no, no stealing yeah it is a uh, it is what what do you call it uh, uh client to client or b2b yeah yeah no, exactly yes. yeah, what yeah. you yes. make there's no you, 30 third party that yeah, it takes yeah. 90% of the money no. they they no. even sell no, it no, here no. The, at the high school mm. yes. Uh, yes, yes yes they yes, do yes, yeah. And it's getting so cold that I'm actually thinking about getting one. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> getting very we're out here, right like constructing the, like we're working with chicken coops right now and all that yes. stuff. So it's getting very cold in the hands that you like. You start to freeze and you. Yeah. Start, yes, it's and, nice. And so in in construction, well. uh, along with doing um, the chicken coops, you're also doing tiny houses with the same uh, princi- uh, principle of being of making it um, sustainable biodegradable oh, oh yeah, biodegradable? Yeah, yeah. Biodegradable, yes, yes. Uh, yes which yes, was yes. i think the same method they did with building the um, friendship house and um they were used to build it with with cob and everything yeah like we have the strawberry house here I yeah think. the strawberry house yeah um the structure is yeah. similar yeah and and what I really wanted to do um, in Nepal was also helping restoring the the friendship house and uh, and yeah, yeah what yeah. needed to work on it yeah yeah work on it. Um, but is is this entire um, folk high school thing your your hobby your passion project or like is it is it your job is it is this what you do on a daily basis? Um, actually. Um, uh, uh, I used to run the school, 
before. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, like uh, uh, we had to close the school also during the Maoist insurgency. So we closed the school from 2001 to 2008. And then uh, we, uh, um, um, uh, after eight years, we reopened the school again. Okay. And that was a big, big uh, celebration. Yes, mm -hmm. I could imagine. All the villagers came in. And then all the their students, all the their kids, children start going to the school. And then this was the question again from the elders. Okay, you guys uh, started the school for the our children. And what about us? <laughs> that was the question from the from the parents, you know, guys. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then then what what do you want to do? What do you want? We want to learn. We want to learn English. Okay. That, yeah. that, then that that was the initial. Then we started this as well. So um, and then uh, and I got uh, uh, since I was uh, pretty much in touch with like a lot of foreigners, uh, people coming. And then Ole, he used to bring uh, the people from uh, high school, yeah, the senior senior people to, uh, for the trekking. So yes. they come here for two weeks, and then I take them to the mountain, and then they they do the hiking trekking in the uh, then enjoy the mountain views, and then. Then two or three days, and we'll keep the, those people in the village. So we let them go with the women's and then, you know, the, into their farmings, into the fields, into the forest, uh, so, to, so that they will also know how the real life is. Mm. So not just staying in not the Not only the so facade, but like getting, uh, no, no, getting no, no, into all of it. They, all of it, yeah. Yeah, so that they, yeah, so they... They, the one woman will take one person from 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 Denmark. Okay. And they spend they spend whole day, and we don't send any any interpreters. They have to communicate. Yeah. Okay. And that was the it... that's, and then that was the most in, interesting part. Yeah. Yes. So, and then they they communicate so well. Yes. But now is they can speak English, but in the in the earlier years. Uh, they were not very good, but they use the sign language, but they understand each other. Ah, so okay, was, yeah, uh, body language. Then I used to, then I'm, uh, then I used to run a, a trekking company, tool company. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, not only from Denmark, but I used to get a lot of students from university, a lot of university in UK. So that uh, I called it um, uh, Everest Challenge, so that I send them to the Everest Base Camp. Oh. Everest Base Camp. And then, uh, That's and then ambitious. It was not, it, and then that was not just the trekking, or they just come for trekking, but you know, uh, we call it a charity trek. Okay. So that they have to raise some funds yeah. to go to the, some of okay. the charitable uh, school building, health hospital building, or towards the community. So that they raise fund uh, for the charity, and at the same time they raise fund for their trip as well. So that uh, we fly them to the, we we track them to the, all the way to the Everest Base Camp, and then that is how I used to run my business. Uh, so and then I am like a tour operator here in Nepal. So uh, so I run the Folk High School. I mm. take care of the Folk High School. At the same time, uh, I, that is, um, and then I my profession was a tour operator. So I bring people from the uh, the international people and then uh, send them for trekking and, uh, you know, like tours and all these things. And that is my thing. Uh, but um, I was doing a lot of things in the in the mountain into, into my district, like, you know, through the, the trekking and charity. I used to support a lot of 
hospitals, schools, uh, building the schools, and then helping the community, local clubs, and then supporting the children to go to the school. Mm. That was my, uh, I do my business, but at the same time, yes. Uh, you do so much more. Well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah you, you it seems like you have been well. very interested in supporting yeah. uh, the and communities. I was, I was I was doing those things. But you know, I don't know if Ole has told you this. Then in the election. Yes. Three years back. Three three years back that we had an election after the new constitution. Mm -hmm. In in what year? So 2017, uh, two, right? Oh, okay, from here. 2017, yes. Okay, yes. okay. And then uh, there we had election for the first time, for the after the constitution, uh, new constitution. Yes. And then, uh, then I was one of the political party asked me to become a candidate for the MP. Okay, so you are well known. Okay. Yeah. So, and and also people loved my work because yes. I was supporting them, and they paid me back now. So. Yes. And I was become a candidate, and then I was elected. Mm -hmm. So now I am the the member of parliament. Yes. So from from that constituency, from my in my region. Oh, okay. So now now I'm a uh, entrepreneur as well as I'm a politician as well. Yes. So, uh, at, at the at the moment I'm I'm the very member of parliament. Yes, very from, busy. From, the, from that constituency. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's kind of recently, or not recently, but it's it's three it happened ago. three yeah. years ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and then, then uh, it is elect elected for five years, so I've got another two more years to go. Okay. okay. And I read, I read, um, I read a little up on um, Nepal's history, and and yeah. it seems like that it has been quite recently uh, that you have had, um, like that you went from uh, monarchy, monarchy to uh, yeah. democracy. Democracy. Yeah. That happened yes, in two thousand and eight, yes, yes. right? Yes. When yes, it was officially right. um, a, a republic, what? Yeah. A federal republic. Yeah, federal republic. Federal republic. Yes. 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 Okay. And, and, and then our new. Yes. Go oh, ahead. oh, oh! It just seems like through history, history you've had like a lot of dynasties. So it's like a big, a big change going from from yes. monarchy yes. Yes. families to being a democracy. Yes. Democracy. To republic. Yes. Yeah. Now Nepal is a you know, federal, you know, uh, republic country. Yes. So democratic uh, federal republic country. And then since we had a new constitution, and this is the three years ago we had this, uh, and now Nepal in, is into federal system. So we have got three layers of government. Yeah. So federal government, province government, and then the local government. Yes. Yeah? Okay. So, Regions. Uh, so so this is the. Uh, first time in Nepalese history, we we are into the uh, new structure, and then so, and then we are uh, into the new structure. We have the for for the first time this kind of election. So so I'm experiencing. Uh, we are in the process of our new constitution uh, through different levels. So you know, the uh, the in the in the federal system. Okay. So that's why. So Nepal is into a, uh, 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 you know, uh, I think Nepal is a uh, youngest uh, republic country. So yes, yeah, it's very, it's very new. <laughs> and and then <laughs> it it has also been in the interest of like the the people for a long time. That's like my 
interpret like what I read, kind of what I interpreted. That people didn't want it to be a monarchy anymore. Yeah, that it it seems like it has been an interest to having a democracy for a long time in Nepal. Um, yes, through yes, the people, yes. and then um, then how has it been like kind of uh, welcomed or I don't know how to say it. That how has it how was the transformation? Like how was it received? The yeah, transition how was it received? Yeah, by the like, by the public. How was everything handled? Um, uh, I mean, uh, if you look at the Nepalese history, uh, we had like. 103 years uh, three years ruled by the uh, you know the rana regime yeah the yes. rana the i know <laughs> rana regime that that is not a monarchy also and then uh, we had a uh, after 103 years of ruling uh, people's movement uh, brought the democracy uh, but you know uh, that was our very baby democracy yes so that uh, our monarchy uh, you know took the power yeah they yeah. were still because had our, a very yeah, big yeah, influence yeah. in the so democracy in between there was only for uh, just just for 17 months our democracy uh, was um, uh, exercised and then this uh, our monarchy king they they uh, took the power from the democratic leaders, oh. and then they sent them yeah. our democratic leaders to the jail. Yeah, they, they did. Them. They had to exile. And then they, and then, and then they, they exiled to yes. the jail. So yes. Them. Yes. And then uh, our monarchy monarchy ruled for um, um, uh, thirty years. Thirty, 30 years. years. Yeah, yeah. So and then uh, that was also like. Uh, uh, then people's movement uh, restated yes. the uh, democracy again. Yes. Uh, so since then, uh, we had a. In the beginning, we accepted uh, constitutional monarchy. Hmm. So that monarchy with less power, like you have in Denmark. So that uh, we had a king and queen, but it is a constitutional. Hmm. And then uh, in 2008, as you read, and then we said, no, no more. Uh, monarchy because monarchy would be a threat for our democracy yeah. in Nepal. Yeah. So that we we uh, from the uh, uh, interim constitution we removed we abolished the monarch monarchy and then we established a, a, a republic country. Mm -hmm. So we have no more king and queen anymore. So now it is we have got a, a, a it is a parliamentary system and then the peoples are elected uh, direct people. Uh, people elect the uh, member of parliaments like myself, uh, people's representative, and then the, the, those people's representative will select the prime ministers, and then uh, uh, so that prime minister is the uh, superpower. Yeah. yeah. Because this is the parliamentary system, and then we have got a president also, uh, and then president is the ceremonial at the moment. So that is, uh, president is the head of the state. And yes. then uh, Prime Minister is the head of the government. Yeah. So that okay. is how we... Yeah. Okay. That is how you have it. And Nepal is into seven provinces now. So seven okay, provinces. seven provinces. Yeah. So you have like yeah. seven... Um, what is that called? Um, regions or one? Yeah, regions. Yeah, we call it states or province. State yeah. province. So, so the way the... Land. Huh? Is that what you meant? Forbunds land? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, uh, in okay. Germany. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the way Germany. the power is kind of like um, spread out yeah, is shared, that shared, it's yes, shared. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. 
the province also have the province province would have a government as well yeah oh, okay okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. that, that seems sense. also because you know nepal has a lot of uh you know uh, rural uh, maybe more like isolated areas some areas can be hard to get to yeah. so i i get the idea behind making it uh more making the provinces regions more like independent in that matter so they can like establish um you know implementing schools and and healthcare but that's whatever. also typical for a federal yes, republic is, yeah, that is, oh okay okay I, yeah. I don't know so that, that much is, about that it. is that is true <laughs> you know like you know when we have a like you know central government only yeah um, uh, it is a use the country is used so that it will be difficult for the central minister to overlook all the districts yes so that yeah since we have got a prov- provinces now so they are more focused provinces uh, province government is more focused because they have they can they only look for you know their own territory yeah so that uh, the development and all these things we could be all the government uh, can have a more focused on it so that they know the problems and all these things Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so uh, we are in the new, new, uh, uh, you know, the uh, practice. So uh, it is not always easy when you practice new things. No, no, no it takes time. New system, but yes. it takes time. Yeah. But now is uh, I can feel now it is coming on track now. So, so it's going the right good. direction. It is in the right direction. Yeah. I'm glad so, to hear that. Uh, also. Um, you know, uh, it has been a, a a bumpy ride, as I read. Um, but we, um, you know, because Nepal is considered a, a country, a, a federal republic, you have been part of signing the Sustainable Developing uh, Development Agreements, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. And we kind of wanted to look into it a little bit as to um, if you think that nepal as a country will achieve the goals that have been that you have signed or how do you think that like will turn out yeah what is like the if or it's yes. like the di- the difficulty behind it yes um uh, since nepal is the member state of member of united nations yes well, so so uh, we are bounded we are um, um, uh, we have to follow the uh, un mechanism as well yeah so that um, uh, we uh, we are binding we do uh, nepal is uh, binded with a uh, lot of different un uh, uh, you know the protocols and everything mm-hmm. as well so that uh, as a part of uh, nepal is a uh, signatory for the uh, uh, you know sustainable development goal yes uh, nepal has been following uh, the sustainable goals to to achieve and then uh, so far uh, we're doing uh, okay because but at the same time uh, Nepal uh, went through different I mean like uh, uh, conflicts and all these things mm. and also uh, uh, you know like Nepal went through this uh, disasters like you know we had a yeah, earthquake had the a earthquake earthquake yeah. and then uh, in the monsoon time a lot of floodings and all this yeah, yeah. that is uh, that is a little bit of uh, tricky and also yeah. look, you know the climate change is becoming a big issue so uh, uh, 
you know, you know, the looking on all those things. Uh, so far, Nepal is uh, doing good with uh, with the achievement mm-hmm. uh, of the sustainable all all seventeen uh, sustainable goals. You know. Okay. So that, um, uh, and. Uh, uh, but at the same time, uh, in all the sustainable goals like you know, uh, 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 education sectors, and uh, so uh, talking about education and health, yeah, we wanted to, we tried to put education and health together because uh, health and education should work together. Yeah. Uh, because uh, if you uh, we talk about quality education, but if you don't have a good health. Yeah, we were uh, we were actually yeah. yeah talking about quality that too. Yeah. It comes so, uh, together. Yeah, but health system is uh, not free in Nepal, so our government health institution are uh, uh, trying to provide free medical, but mm. again at the same time, uh, you know that Nepal is the developing country. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I see that you have some hard, private sectors. And then some um, yes. public uh, healthcare sectors. Yes. Um, public is public is all owned by government. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, again, the public health sectors are not uh, good enough. So yeah. that, uh, the private sectors are taking advantage of it. Yeah, that's the so thing. That's the dilemma. Yeah, it has become a big business. Yeah, uh, no. because uh, the people who have business. the money invest in the private healthcare systems, and therefore, uh, you know, there will come this big gap between the private healthcare and the yes. public oh, healthcare. Yeah. Couldn't and similarly the education also. And and the education, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because when when the public educational system first was like introduced to Nepal. That was in the Rana dynasty, I think. Actually, Rana, Rana didn't want to have an education institution because oh. uh, the Ranas thought that uh, uh, having a, uh, public uh, schools for the public local people, you know, the general people, means that general people will be educated. So that uh, um, people will be more clever, and then the and that's figure the out mentality yeah. America yeah. has. <laughs> and then, yeah, so that they never wanted yes. to uh, open a, a school. But one um, of the prime minister, uh, the, the, he said uh, he uh, he inaugurated one of the school in Kathmandu. That was the first school in Nepalese history. And that the, that and was then, also meant was for that? the elite people, right? The the you yeah, know. Yeah. First school before was the school was only for the Rana family. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> even more exclusive. Not, 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 yes, not, not for the general general people. No, but you know that one of the prime minister of the Rana said he opened the school for the general public also. You know what he said on the inauguration day? I am putting a you know the axe. I'm using an axe into my leg. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a saying. He's chopping his own, He's own, chopping his own, own leg off, off to provide this. That means, yes, he knew that, you know. So that, uh, <sighs> that was the first school. And then, uh, so then we, uh, the, uh, you know, the, but the access to the education for the 
people in the mountain was that was long way limited yeah limited we, 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 we never got a schools no and then similarly not only with the ranas but you know our uh, the rulers also they didn't wanted to have a school or they didn't wanted to have a uh, you know the electricity in the villages because yeah. people will become clever and then mm. they wouldn't uh, they will go against that <laughs> so, oh, so you would say is- since Nepal has become a federal republic it has been uh, increasingly going uphill for the country so like in light of there's become more electricity everywhere there has become in, in, in terms of basic needs like, yeah yeah uh, yes yeah dr- drinking water uh, electricity and the schools opening of the school is now everywhere in, mm. in the country yeah? do you think so that, uh, for um like further development that nepal has to have help from other countries um or do you think they yes. would manage to get that on their own no 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 yes we need um, uh, we need help uh, yes because ne- nepal, nepal is still a developing country yeah, yeah. so uh, edu- uh, support towards the education and health i actually and, just uh... Uh, and and also the uh, to empower the people also yeah that is, that is required. i just uh, saw mm. video about the partnership nepal has with germany through un it's it's it seems like it's it's very strong um germany has been i think um donating like resources to to make um nepal um become like a more sustainable no su- sustaining um economic like What the fuck is that called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Like uh, being able to sustain the economics more, kind of. I, I wrote it down somewhere, yes. but now I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, um, um, at the moment we're receiving support uh, aids from uh, different countries. Hmm. And at the same time, private sector also playing a role. Yeah. Uh, towards the development as well. So, uh, like you mentioned, Germany is a big donor for Nepal, and then even Denmark. Uh, Denmark uh, had a big uh, support towards the education. Mm. Yes. Okay. The, the Danish Danish government was more towards education. Okay. And then similarly, we get a uh, aid from UK aid and then uh, US aid. Yeah. And um, so and also from EU and uh, so towards health and also uh, before the democracy like we were our people were supported from you know European Union and uh, Denmark uh, uh, towards the uh, human rights and uh, uh, to the right base like so people needs to know their rights yeah? yes yes yeah. nobody nobody else, so that uh, and then that's that's how we go we got this CSOs like civil society organization uh, and uh, through the INGOs we call it NGOs uh, non-government organization and yes. INGOs is an international non-government organization so okay. through the INGOs civil society organization also we get a lot of support okay. to Nepal and that was needed and also like after the insurgency when we had a peace talks Uh, United Nations um, uh, played a role as well uh, for the negotiations and peace peace talks and all these things. Mm. And so uh, a lot of things went out. And then 
is, is on to your question is like uh, yes we had um, uh, after the democracy things are going up so, so you know the moving in right yes direction. we also uh, um chose uh one of the goals uh, that we had to work with in our project week uh, one of the un uh, development goals 14 that is about um 17 17 about um partnerships about partnerships yeah. and how partnerships, that is yes, yes. very yes. essential for the world to kind of work together um yeah, that's true that's true and then also you mentioned human rights and and i wrote a question here is like how um has it been like implement Im implementing um workers right like labor unions um is is that like a a thing <laughs> like um yeah I, i i don't know has that helped the yes. individual yes yes um uh, um We, we have got a, uh, it is free we, uh, we are we have got the rights yeah to have the work workers to have a union in all the factories okay. and then all the uh, workplace so that that right has been given okay okay so that so that um, uh, and that's why we have this uh, international labor organization offices in Nepal also okay so they they train and then they they, they uh, Uh, support the the labor organizers in, in Nepal. So, but again, like you know, the one thing I must uh, mention is like you know, uh, labor's union should be one. Yeah. But in Nepal, uh, unfortunately, we have labor's from different political party. So that they have different ideology and all these things. So yeah. Okay. Sometimes that labor's from different political parties. Uh, who, who holding a different ideology, uh, they were that that created some problems as well. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, government is trying to have a one uh, union, uh, so uh, so that all the laborers uh, can join that union. Ah, uh, okay. Not 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 with a different political party. No. So that that was so. What happened was like you know, uh, 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 because we get a, a different political parties government time to time, so that when uh, one of the political parties government got into the power, and this uh, the union who support that government uh, makes a lot of compromises, and then other opposition uh, opinion uh, you know the union go for strike or against so that. Uh, that has created a lot of uh, problems within the uh, factories and then among the unions. Yeah, this so, so isn't affected a lot. We have a one common union okay. for all the levers. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but you know, at the moment, it's, it is coming towards that. So, uh, but the unions are very powerful in the past. Yes. So some sometimes that is uh, not good for the big big companies because. Uh, if they uh, the union go for a strike for a long time and then ah uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that's the the dilemma so you have to you have to you have to balance it yeah so. that's true um yes maybe we should um you know there's we have asked the other students here at the school if they would have any questions for you and yeah. there's um there's a question which we've kind of already covered and it says so Nima, how is the government supporting education in Nepal? Is high school mandatory for everyone? And do the people in Nepal have access to free education? Um, uh, let me let me let me go with the um, 
uh, access to the education. Yeah. Uh, we have the public schools. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to make public schools the better schools uh, with uh, the quality education. But still, in the countryside, the public schools are not well managed. No. So that, uh, uh, then again, that's why this pri private schools are taking advantage of it. Which a private school means it is expensive. Hmm. So that not all the all the students can get in there because uh, mm. it's not uh, easy. Uh, but you know our const constitution says our constitution guarantees that uh, uh, secondary education, which is like uh, uh, grade twelve, that means year uh, year uh, eighteen. Uh, 1618 yeah uh, that is uh, should be provided free education okay okay for all yeah so there's no so private um, um, schools and those who go to the government school is is, uh, is is free of cost okay okay they get they get books and everything is free of cost mm -hmm. but that's that's yeah, secondary uh, yeah that is that is the secondary okay. school but uh, if you go to the, but you have got a choice. If you want to pay more and then have a, more facilities and then things, then you go to the private school. Okay. But as a as a people's representative myself, as a member of parliament, uh, my uh, you know the movement is now is like I want to have a education sector, only one education sector, so that. Uh, so that uh, they only generate one kind of citizen, mm -hmm. not two different kind levels of citizens. Mm -hmm. yeah. It so should be equal. We still, have, we still have a. It should be equal, yeah. And it should be easy access for education should be um, uh, for all, uh, and that means access for all. So that is our campaign, my campaign at the moment. Okay. So we want to, yeah. So we want to improve. The, the government funded mm. and then the, uh, our government public schools so that uh, we will only have one uh, a equal uh, equity for all the yes so so the goal so the goal is is to um to to make an accessible education that that values the same for all for all the citizens Yes. And then, yes. but yes. in the in the very like remote rural areas, where it, it can be difficult, uh, like maybe you know more isolated. How um, how how is it to to um, establish school and uh, and healthcare in in areas like that? If um, uh, yes, um, uh, um, uh, we have the schools. Yes. Uh, mm. Almost every every part of the country. Okay. But uh, but the thing is the main thing is like you know in the mountain side is like you know sometimes there is more teachers than students because there's less students. Oh. Uh, okay. And and also we have got a trend of uh, migration uh, towards the bigger cities like Kathmandu. Yeah, I could imagine a lot of people moving there. So the people are migrating towards the main cities yeah. because uh, the people uh, migrate to the main cities uh, in search of a better job mm. and all these things. And then uh, when the parents comes for the better jobs and then they they bring their children as well. 
so that uh, that's why the migration is increasing. So you have so, you have so seen, uh, you know, uh, so if you go, yeah. Go to the uh, city areas, there's uh, all these schools, and then there's a more number of students. But when you are in the countryside, and the less students. Ah, okay. But, uh, okay. That, is, that is, I'm talking about the mountain region, but you know, in the hilly region. Uh, they have got a lot of, uh, you know, uh, students. Facilities, yeah. Uh, facilities and everything. But I must tell you, uh, in 2015, in my constitution, in my district, uh, not only in my district, like 14 districts of Nepal, was badly affected by the earthquake. Yeah. yeah. Destroy, uh, the earthquake damaged all the school. No. And then, uh, so, but again, uh, through, with the help of uh, our INGOs and then support from uh, Denmark and then all the countries, yeah. uh, we, have, we have been able to build a very good uh, infrastructure for the students. A very, uh, you know, well equipped. Okay. But, yeah, so now in my constitution, if you ask me, all the school buildings have been uh, completed. Okay. Facilities for the students, but you know, the, unfortunately, because of this pandemic, the, we were not able to send the children to the school. So, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, the schools. Uh, so it's been about eight, nine months now. Okay. Now schools are closed Whoa. because of the COVID. Hmm. We, yeah. Slowly we are trying to open it. Yeah, because we actually uh, wanted to talk about the pandemic too, because it's such a relevant. Uh, Topic. Sub yeah, yeah, topic, um, and like how how is Nepal dealing with a pandemic that that also are uh, you know a, a burden on like you know um, the like financial like the economics mm. is like a heavy burden. But also like now when we're on the topic of schooling systems, the people probably did not have online schooling like uh, so many other countries like did right they they just like said oh we're gonna do the of course not only just but like it has been probably easier to it has kind of been transferred from being uh, in a physical school to being in an online school yeah how was that in in nepal is that something that happened yes uh, uh, like uh, like you have those facilities uh, uh, major cities like Kathmandu and uh, major cities uh, in Nepal mm -hmm. they were able to use the um, uh, like online classes yeah okay uh, they are doing that as well but that is not possible we don't have internet facilities in no. the countryside no so um, uh, but you know uh, uh, we have been using the community radios Okay. Okay. Oh. Ah. Yeah, yeah I've heard about that. Yeah. Those are those are very effective. So that teachers will listen okay. to the community radios. Ah. Listen to the radios. Yeah. Okay. And those are access for everywhere. Yeah. So oh. Okay. And it's free. And it's free of cost. You know. So then that is how we are using this uh, online classes. So so they kind of. Uh, and that has been effective as well. So. Okay, so they're doing it through the radio. Where is the radios? Is is it like each household or like at a yeah, a gathering? Uh, okay, that's and that's some, a good idea. Some places you can gather as well, but you know, yeah. mostly every house is and now nowadays you can use the you can have a radio on the mobile phone. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> ah, okay. That has been a, a big improvement. Those, those, those have been very well. Yes, I could imagine. <laughs> So they have been listening over the radio and like writing the yeah. the homework. Yeah, 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 
Okay. Yes. And and then what about like uh, the work, especially? Uh, I guess the rural areas actually has had a at advantage, kind of being, you know, away from the big cities and more, and and just less people altogether. Um, but like, how has it affected the the very big crowded cities like Kathmandu? That yeah, that that has been this. Uh, Pandemic. Um, yes, uh, um, it was in March. Uh, Nepal government uh, uh, decided to uh, have a lockdown. Yeah. Um, uh, because we uh, got to see few uh, COVID um, uh, cases. Patients. Mm. cases traveling from abroad yeah so then we stopped our flights and then we stopped the border to india and china like we have two yeah yeah china as well so uh, actually in the beginning our we uh, we did the lockdown uh, in very in very in a very good time so that we were able to uh, stop but you know uh, we have the open border in india An open border? Border with with India, yeah. So it is a. Okay. Um, I mean, like uh, Nepalese and Indians can travel uh, easily from from the borders. And then Nepal is, if you look at the map, uh, Nepal have a border with India is to the south hmm. and east. Okay. Yeah. China is only in the north. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. The south, east, and west is Indian border. So sometimes you can just cross the river. And then suddenly you are in oh. India. <laughs> Jump to India. <laughs> yeah. That is how the COVID cases spread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it has reached into the community level. So we had a lockdown for eight months, and that is like as you said, in in March when we started, this was just a health emergency. And now is uh, now it is going towards the uh, social and mm, yeah 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 exactly so we, I, we can see that yeah so it is not only in Nepal it is all over the world all yeah. over the world and now, now economic inc- decrease economic crisis as well yeah so uh, and that is affecting now we can see the effect and then uh, at the moment Kathmandu the main city has been the the hub the yeah the epicenter yeah. No. So you are pretty much that are the people up in the mountains they're pretty much living a normal life. Oh they were like let's get back. Yeah. So that uh, not only the country locking down, but the villages also they locked. Uh, locked the I guess that was actually kind of like 
They don't, they don't let any other uh, strangers uh, to let into the village. I guess it was a good thing that a lot of people uh, from the city migrated to the to the remote areas. So there was again, yeah, back to the roots. So yeah, so I, also to yes, kind of yes, uh, decrease the, the population yeah, in Kathmandu. Spread the population. Yeah. So yeah. They, they moved. They moved back to the countryside, and then after the lockdown, and they haven't come back yet to Kathmandu. So that. Okay, that's a long time. Yeah, it's been eight months now. Eight nine months. Eight months. Wow. And then people have celebrated uh, their festivals up in the mountain. The okay. Village, so. That's nice. Yeah. In that case, that is good. People are going back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Like, you know, uh, in the early years, uh, most of the young peoples were in the in the city area. They don't go back, and because in the countryside is people are dependent on on. The, A lot of all the people are dependent on you know engaged in agriculture. Yeah. Mm. So the, they were having problem uh, during the harvesting time and cultivating time. They were having the the labor problem. So that after the COVID, all the families, all the children, all the young people, they moved uh, to the village. So their 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 family had no problem with the labor problem. So they were all working in the field. They are helping with their families and everything. So. That was a good, good yes. Yeah. They had a no labor shortage, nothing else, and also like people living in the city areas uh, when they go into the mountains, they when they are working into the fields, physical work. Oh, they were doing this lot of uh, Facebook, uh, you know, the campaign and then all these things. They were t- making a lot of TikToks. They were having, and then that is that was that was that was helping to. Spread positive, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. So Corona has been a curse and for blessing. Yes. And a blessing. It has been both. Yes. Oh, but that's really good to hear that it has kind of strengthened the communities in some way. Yes. No. That's really good to hear. So there's there's a a big a change that happened through the corona crisis that's that's very that's very nice to hear yeah have you have you ordered vaccines or no i think our government is processing on that okay so as we are the member of UN, like we can request the WHO. yeah and i think probably we get the vaccines made in china because we are Neighboring country, so yeah. Uh, oh, but, uh, but we, as a member of parliament, we, I have, as a people's representative, I've been asking. Yeah, we are a developing country, but the vaccines should be uh, the quality one. You know, not of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no experiments. No, no, no experimenting with that. No. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yes. Um and then it's it's also um you know the whole thing started in Wuhan, China, which it's you have like a, a direct border to China? Yeah. Yeah. And so so it has been uh close. Yeah, close, but kind of <laughs> thank you for helping me out here. But like it has been uh, you know it didn't spread immediately to Nepal after the epidemic in china so it has been 
you know, quite nice, I guess, that it didn't come directly to Nepal. Yeah, yeah, that was very badly hit, France. yeah. Then, then, then it went straight to America. Yeah. And then, then it came to Nepal, yeah? so Oh. Because, uh, it had been on a little world trip before. Yeah. No, yeah. And uh, could you manage to close the border fully to India? Because I could imagine a lot of like uh, Indian and and Nepalese um, citizens have like kind of maybe a d- a double um, citizenship. N- yeah, citizenship, and you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. I only have one citizenship. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. I could imagine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exporting and yeah, but also the, it's also keeping the balance between you know preventing uh, the disease from spreading, but also you know um, uh, keeping the economy like somewhat stable. You know you you gotta find a a balance. A silver lining. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And apropos uh, tourism. Yeah. Nepal was also supposed to be uh, like the hotspot traveling destination this year, right? What is it called? Like the, the the there's like every year there's another country that is like uh, recommended for traveling. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I forgot the name. Yes, the visit Nepal. Yeah. Wow. You had to close it down, yeah. 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 Ah. Hotels, infrastructure, yeah. Bad situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in general, there's a lot of countries that are, you know, where the economic is kind of based on on the income from tourists. So it has really been a. Yeah, restaurants, everything. Yeah, res- yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Is there then something uh, like some kind of uh, support system? Yeah, support system or like, like that uh, can catch people in the financial that can Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and then yeah, we had we had a question <laughs> here <laughs> being But you know, we've like kind of covered all of all we've actually I think covered almost everything that we had like no- noted written down that we wanted to ask you, right? Okay. I think it um I think yeah, I think we have actually covered um, yeah. Everything we we were interested in hearing. Finally, yeah. we're very sorry for the technical stuff. That was very yes. ah. That was we were sitting here like ah. Yes. <laughs> and and thank you so much for wanting to talk with us. That was really nice. Getting. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We will get and there. we will. And we, we will get to Nepal. Yeah, we have to persuade Ole because. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Us neither. Yes, that could we be hope. amazing. Yes. We hope. We hope. We hope. Thank you we'll so much that uh, for your participation. Yes. Patricia. Thank you so much. And for sharing your knowledge. And of course, we were supposed to greet uh, you from Ole. Many times. Uh, a lot. Many times. 
Ole was very um, happy to hear that we had a meeting with you. Yeah. Very excited about it. <laughs> yes. And we have to interview Ole tomorrow. So. Yeah. Ole's getting under the mic yes. tomorrow. <laughs> Super. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> Namaste. Thank you.